Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this show. And on today's episode, a listener writes in, and they have a great question. And the question is this, what does it mean that Jesus is prophet, priest, and king? Well, in the Old Testament, the nation of Israel was led by three distinct kinds of people. These were known as prophet, priest, and kings. Each of these roles were separate from each other, and yet Jesus fulfills all three. Now, we're familiar, most likely, with the role of Jesus as our Savior, but we need to ask the question, what does it mean for Jesus to wear the title of prophet, priest, and king? Let's start with what it means that Jesus is a prophet. The role of prophet in the Old Testament was to speak the word of God. Someone foretell events, perform miracles or healings, and so on and so forth. Jesus did all these things. In fact, the first recorded miracle Jesus performed was where he turned water into wine in John 2. Over and over and over again, Jesus performed miracles. Uh, Matthew fifteen thirty says, And large crowds came to him, bringing with him those who were lame, crippled, blind, mute, and many others, and they laid them down at his feet, and he healed them. Matthew twenty one fourteen. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Multiple times he told his disciples about the death and resurrection and that it was going to happen. He spoke of Jesus' betrayal and Peter's denial before it even took place. Jesus revealed to his disciples what the owner of the donkey that rode in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday would say to them. And this is just a few examples. Also, he not only spoke the word of God, Jesus is the word of God. John 1, 1 through 5 in verse 14 says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Word became flesh and made this dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, and the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so Moses is an, is an Old Testament prophet who foretold of a prophet to come. Jesus is that prophet. Deuteronomy 18.15 says, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among, among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. The fulfillment of that prophecy is found in none other than Jesus Christ. Hebrews 1, 1-2 says, In the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things. See, Jesus isn't just a prophet. He's the prophet that we're to listen to. So now let's talk about what it means that Jesus is our priest. In the Old Testament, the priests were the temporary mediators before God and before man. They offered the sacrifices required under the law. 
Within that priesthood was a single high priest. He alone offered the sacrifice on the Day of Atonement that cleansed the people for one year. Jesus not only fulfilled the role of a priest, he fulfilled the role of the high priest, removing our sins forever. Hebrews 10, 8 through 12 says, First, he said, Sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings, you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. And then he said, Here I am, I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second, and by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. 1 Timothy 2.5 says, For there is one God, there is one meteor, between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. You see, Jesus not only forgave us all of our sins, but he is the good shepherd, and he's ever he's our ever able and compassionate advocate. Hebrews 4, 14-16 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, and yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. You see, Jesus isn't just a priest. He's our forever high priest, the only mediator that we need. Now, what does it mean that Jesus is our king? In the Old Testament, God never wanted Israel to have have a human as king. The lineage of kings was God allowing his people to have what they asked to be like the other nations and to accept the consequences. 1 Samuel 8, 7 says, The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. God knew the dangers of men ruling over men and understood the heart of the problem. Prophecies came forth paving the way for the restoration of the true king, God himself, in Christ Jesus, the son of David. 2 Samuel 7.16 says, In your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. A king is one who has, has the rightful, complete authority over another. This position was decreed over Jesus before his birth. Luke 1, 31-33 says, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will forever reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Jesus isn't just a king. He holds all authority and is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Now, as we wrap up today's episode, you might wonder, what does this mean? You see, Jesus is the Word made flesh. He is the rightful ruler over over all. In him, God has given us the perfect prophet, priest, and king. Well, friends, I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week. May the Lord richly bless you and keep you. 
Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.